You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. And we're in Charleston, bitches! And not only in Charleston, but we're in our new house. It's true. We were in Charleston last night. So we've been in Charleston a little bit. We've been here a minute. But that probably explains the small echo you're hearing, so yes. we apologize. <laughs> we're working to get the sound quality back to where we had it when we were in Massachusetts. We were in our small little room. Now we've got all kinds of space. I'm like, as soon as we got our sound sounding real good, we moved. <laughs> so now we're back to echoing a little bit, but we're working yes, on it. We are. Yeah. So um, I'm still tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you've been following Instagram, and I don't think I've put anything on the Facebook no, page about yeah. it, but... Um, or you're just friends with us personally on social media. Yeah. You've seen the shit show that we've had the last oh two or God, three days. Yeah. So here we are. We got, we had all hands on deck. We had your parents and your sister. A small army descended upon this yes. townhouse. <laughs> and we definitely got shit done. We did. And I forgot how helpful it is because like in the other moves, we've always been alone and mm-hmm. unpacking and that's been a bear yeah of a a process um but here yeah we've had lots of help so you know it was one person you know breaking down boxes another driving them to recycle and you know us just unpacking everything in sight so yeah it's always like tough like getting like for me it's the kitchen putting things away because like I'm the one that does like most of the work in the kitchen like cooking wise so like you do. Where I want things, but like it still feels like I'm in somebody else's kitchen because I'm like oh, running no. around like where the fuck are the knives? <laughs> like, it's true. It's tough getting used to things where you know. Yeah. And then you move them a hundred times because you're like, okay, that would work better over here, and yeah. you know. But yesterday we got um, to do kind of the fun part that we love to do is the decorating, decorating, yeah. and like shout out to Gabby Ghoul because. Hung she literally hung up. every picture in this fucking house, like every single one. And like usually when we hang shit, like we've had a couple Bud Lights. And Caitlin doesn't smoke, but I would just imagine her with like a cigarette in her mouth, like, yep, that's straight. And it's like completely cockeyed. And I, I just, I'm just like, yep, good enough. And I just start hammering away. And Gabby's like at the tape measure and like the level out. She's, She's like doing math. math. I know. I'm like, I can barely count. But so. I was like, you know what? Like, look, I'm just looking at our like creepy pictures in here, and like, look how perfect that is like truly she measured well, and like mirrored yeah. these pictures perfectly i think that one's got a little more space I'll have to call her yeah yeah uh, yep. she don't listen and she don't hear it you know what i have a complaint yeah she's gonna tell us to just fuck off yeah no she's like i've hung all the pictures in your house you're welcome no it's um, perfect i mean they literally are all perfect no and the crazy part too is that you know they came and helped us like Pretty much all weekend, get unpacked mm-hmm. and everything, and now they are on their way to Richmond. Currently driving to Richmond as we speak to move Gabby to Nashville <laughs> for her residency. So I'm like, man, it just never, uh, never ends. It seems it's true, man. So it's been good. It's gonna, you know, nothing like, you know, getting back to the south mm-hmm. and smacked in the face with like 90 degree weather. <laughs> oh my god, I know, and the allergies. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I know. I'm like sneezing. sneezing and coughing, and I'm, I'm like, just like, is it Rona? I don't have the Rona. <laughs> is it Rona, or it's probably like ragweed? <laughs> yeah, it's like snowing pollen, so. It's true. We're getting hit hard with allergies right now. Yep. But, um, yeah, and you know, I I was thinking about it too, and I'm like, oh my god, y'all can probably hear the central AC going over. <laughs> 
That I will not stop. I am sorry. We cannot stop our air conditioning for the sake of recording. No, it's never going to get turned off. No, it's glorious to have central AC again. Yeah. It is yes. so nice. Yeah. And we like our like house like ice cold. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we do have central air, but our master bedroom is on the third floor. Yeah. And like, shout out to our landlords who are yeah. like, third floor gets a little warm. So like, yeah. just heads up. So I'm like, bring a window unit. So like, we've got it We're yeah. locked and loaded, ready to, to blast some, you know, window unit AC air. It shall be chilly. <laughs> yes. And I was thinking too, maybe today we'll do a little Instagram story bit about the new uh, creepy room because it's pretty cool. I think they would like to see it. It is cool. Yes. So we're here. It's been hectic. We've of course had technical difficulties trying to get this uploaded so we're sorry. Yes. Uh, It's coming to you late but it's coming. I promise. Yes. It's in within the day. It's just going to be a few hours late. You know what? Moving comes with so many like obstacles and things to figure out and honestly it kind of like puts like a lid on the creative juices because we're just so busy with everything else. And so we were just like, oh, shit. We're like, we were sitting down. We were getting this done. Yes. And then we're probably going to go look for a cute little bow tie for Dennis. So. <laughs> Animals have adjusted really well. Oh, yeah. The cats, you know, have um, they're all staring. We have, like, pictures of them. Like, they're all staring at us right yeah. now. <laughs> um, they've all adjusted really well. The cats, it really took them, like, an hour. And they just kind of explored. And then they both, like, passed out in a sunbeam. So, like, they were good. Yeah. I mean, animals are tough. And um, I think once they got here and they smelled all their furniture and we were here, I mean, I think everyone's been fine. The only slightly funny thing about (laughs) it is that Dennis does not quite understand the concept that there's a third floor of this house. Because our master bedroom obviously was upstairs. Yeah. So he gets the stairs. Like that first set he's got. Like he's Gucci on those. But then he gets to the second floor and it's like... Wait, you know, what? <laughs> the third uh, staircase is like Narnia. He's like, where? What? Yeah. So we're working on that. We're trying to get him adjusted to going down. And he's like, fine. With, he's always been fine with stairs. And it's like, I don't something about this house. Like, he's like he's scared of both. Yeah, he just tries to jump <laughs> off of them. And I'm like, you are 80 pounds. I cannot catch you. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. So, yeah, it's been a been a moment. Yep. So we're in our own house. We're not sharing a house with other people anymore. We but, can but thank you for letting us, you know, live with you, mom and dad, for <laughs> two weeks. Much appreciated. Absolutely. We're just hermits and, you know. Yeah. Enjoy alone time. I think everyone does. It's nice to have your own space and be yeah. able to sure. just do what you want the way you do it. Yeah. Everyone does things a different way. <laughs> As we have figured absolutely. out. <laughs> really figured out. Yes, absolutely. So I'm trying to think of anything. Oh, just getting back into routine. I mm-hmm. think, you know, you've got a few days off for, you know, PTO. And yep. I feel like we could get some good episodes out and get ahead. We had again. F- yeah. We haven't missed one, technically. Yeah. You, know, you don't know that it's really coming to you, like, real soon. But, like, it is on the way. I was going to say, we could get, if we did research later today, we could crank out another one tomorrow. Yeah, we could be ahead again. And get a week ahead. I and feel like getting at least a week ahead is helpful. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Well, I don't think that there's anything more fitting than our topic today. We just were so excited. Mm, yes. We're, I say we're going back to Charleston, but bitches, we in Charleston. Here we, we are. In, we up in it. <laughs> and it's haunted as fuck. So we still haunted. It's still haunted. So yes. we have done a Charleston episode before. I feel like we could do a million Charleston episodes and yeah. we could never cover every place uh, no. that's haunted in Charleston because it's... All haunted. What? Oh, I just thought of something. Hot. 
Do you want to talk about um, the house? Like, what's happened in here? Like, the house since uh, we've gotten here? I have not personally had anything happen Me to either. me. Me either. Your mother yeah. did. And yeah. she's pretty um, sensitive. Yeah. And she just, you know, was upstairs. Like, shout out to Kathy because... Mama Ghoul <laughs> swept and swept and swept and cleaned and bleached and like Y'all, if you ever need your house clean like deep clean you just let call me Mama know Ghoul. I got someone for you because she <laughs> is militant. Yes, it's pretty impressive. So she was just upstairs sweeping away and she just come you know just kind of comes downstairs and she's like, well, <laughs> I don't know. She goes. I was just sleeping upstairs, and the closet door just decided to swing open. And we're like, oh, no. Um, I think that was it. Yeah, I think that was it. And honestly, I couldn't tell if it was just, like, the like if you open a door, maybe Yeah, like drafty or something. It's a very loose door to begin with, but yeah, I don't know. I just basically said, like, listen, I just spent three days getting all my stuff up in here, so we just got to figure it out. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not dragging this stuff back out of this house. No, I don't have any weird mm-hmm. feelings in here. I don't no, feel fine. Yeah. You'd think they had just they just renovated this house. Well, that's, so as we if know, someone that's was going to be pissed, they'd be pissed now. Stir it all up. Yeah. So Yeah, not really. I feel like that was probably just a one off, but It's true. A little spooky. Yeah, so that's a little spookiness in our house so yeah. far. <laughs> Keep it posted. Yes. All right. So, Charleston we're here. We're here. We're podcasting. It's haunted. It's haunted. Yes. So do you want me to We'd start? Be shit out of luck if it wasn't haunted. Yeah, we would be. <laughs> They're like, we live in the one town that has like absolutely nothing going nothing on. Nothing going on. <laughs> Thankfully, we live in the hot zone of ghosts. Yeah, we do. So. All right. Hit me, baby. All right. So these are, and we've not covered any of these places before, I don't think. So this no, is new. So, yeah. So we did do the Charleston episode before, but obviously we, <laughs> we did do um, obviously places and mm-hmm. things that we have not talked about yet. So yeah. don't skip over us. Don't skip over this episode. No, we, we I promise, promise it's you, new it's new content. Good. Yes, because again, straight into your ear holes. Like literally every building in downtown Charleston is haunted. <laughs> literally. All right. Throw a dart in a map and we'll just pick a place. We should start doing that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Just don't impale like anyone in the process. <laughs> Maybe don't close your eyes. Don't close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that could go south real quick. It could. All right. So let's go. Uh, we're going to go to downtown, of course, because that's where all the spookiness tends to live. Uh-huh. Um, and we're going to a place. I don't think you've been here, but I've definitely gone a few times. Hoogan's Porch Restaurant. Have you heard of it? Well, yeah, I've definitely heard of it. I have heard, I'm assuming you're going to go to the story that I've heard. Yes. Um, It's haunted. (laughs) Hey, guess what? It's haunted. It it looks yummy. I know we've talked about going there before. I know you obviously, like you said, have been there, but. Yeah. Have you ever felt anything there? Like, did you ever feel? You know, I don't think so, honestly, and that's kind of disappointing, but um, no, but I've heard many, many, many stories about what has happened in this place, Okay. so let's talk about it a little bit, shall we? Hit me! All right, so for those that want to know, Pugin's Porch is located at 72 Queen Street in downtown Charleston. Um, it is a restaurant, like the name kind of gives away. Uh-huh. Um, it's very delicious. I highly recommend if you're in Charleston to go and eat there. I know I got that on our list that we should do. Um, as most of the houses and like businesses in downtown Charleston go, it is a renovated or converted home. So originally it was a house and now it's a restaurant. And if you go there, you can definitely tell it was a house. Like it looks like a house. Yeah. Um, so the house itself was actually built in 1888 
and it was converted to the restaurant in 1976. Okay. Um, and you're probably asking yourself, okay, like, who's Pugin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting name for a restaurant. So Pugin was actually the previous owner of the building, or of the house, um, their dog. And there's a couple conflicting stories about how this kind of happened, but um, the one I saw the most of was the owners left the dog in the building when they sold it, which is kind of shitty. What the like, fuck? What are you doing? Um, so the idea was that the new owners bought it, the previous owners left the dog, um, whose name was Pugin. So the new owners kind of, you know, obviously fell in love with Pugin. Pugin looks like a very cute dog if you Google pictures. Oh. Um, and Pugin kind of became the, like, greeter for the restaurant. He was always there when people came to eat. Um, and his favorite place was the porch. No. Hence Pugin's porch. That's cute. It is cute. Um, Fucked up for them leaving the dog. Though. I know. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, mm-mm. That, that, that's made, that makes me angry. Um, so, yeah. Pugin lived very happily with his new owners and, you know, worked. And I say that in air quotes. Worked at the restaurant <laughs> keeping people happy um, until he passed in 1979. And if you go there, um, you'll notice there's kind of like a tiny little courtyard when you walk up the steps. Mm -hmm. I believe they have a little headstone for Pugin right there and a little like statue of him. That's cute. So um, as most animals, you know, love this place and most ghosts like to stick around, Pugin kind of decided he's going to stick around too. Oh, that good boy. Obviously nothing terrifying about Pugin. Um, (laughs) It's not like Pet cemetery. (laughs) No, it's like sweet. Sweet Aww. dog spirit. So basically people will say when they go to the restaurant, um, people have reported seeing a dog laying on the porch mm-hmm. and they'll ask the owner whose dog, you know, whose dog that is. And they'll yeah. just say, oh, it's Pugin. Um, oh, I just had to look at him. Yeah. Oh, look at little Pugin. Pugin was a good pork. He is a good pork pork. Okay. Yeah. So people will see Pugin sitting on the porch just chilling out. Um, I've also read that they're, they will put tables kind of out on that porch area for diners to eat at. Uh-huh. Um, people will feel a dog kind of brush their legs. Oh, that's cool. So nothing scary. Aww. Just kind of cute. He's yeah. just being a good pork pork yeah. in the afterlife. You know, he's just doing his good boy job. That's cute. So Pugin is still there and he kind of hangs out. Um, I wish that was the end of my heartwarming, uh, you know, <laughs> bork story. Um, there is another spirit at Pugin's. Uh, uh, she is not nearly as cute or as nice. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. So this is kind of the more, um, not sinister, but definitely the more aggressive you spirit. You warmed me up to like, just shoot me down again. Yeah, I was like, oh, cute animal story. I'm like, and here we go. <laughs> Okay, so the other spirit that occupies Pugin's porch is actually the ghost of a woman named Zoe St. Amon. Um, she lived in the house before it was converted into the restaurant. Um, and to give you some background on her, she lived there with her uh, sister, Elizabeth. Elizabeth was two years older than her. So Elizabeth was born in 1877. Zoe was born in 1879. Okay. Um, they were incredibly close. They lived, it sounded like they lived together the majority of their lives. Um, Zoe was a school teacher and she never married. So, and I hate this term, but she was pretty much like categorized as a spinster. Okay. Like a woman who would never marry. Yeah. Um, and she was kind of always seen in like black dresses, um, you know, just always in black, it seemed. Okay. And always kind of, um, she didn't really seem to ha- really like other people, <laughs> which I'm like, girl, Fair enough. I get it. <laughs> Um, and so they were very close. They kind of stayed at the house a lot. They were kind of thought as like the town, like recluses. They did not go out very often. They yep. did not socialize. That's they just kind of, yeah, literally, I'm like, wait a minute, this is sounding a little familiar. <laughs> I wear a lot of black and I don't like people. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, and uh, Elizabeth passed away in 1945 before Zoe, and this really took a toll on Zoe's health and her mental health, honestly. She kind of started to spiral. Um, her mental health kind of deteriorated very quickly. There's a story of her kind of wandering uh, the streets at night, like calling her sister's name nonstop. Um, and finally, it led, I think, either family or friends to have her uh, taken to a hospital. Um, and she eventually died in the hospital in 1954. Oh, okay. So, with that all said, Zoe is still hanging around Pugans. Oh, dear. Um, and these are the kind of the scarier uh, occurrences that you'll read about when you look up Pugans' porch. So, a lot of people seem to think that the conversion from house to restaurant really stirred up the activity. Mm-hmm. And that Zoe overall did not like the change because it was her home and she wanted it to remain, you know, as it was. Yeah. I mean, fair. I can kind <clears> of <throat> see that. Um, so, and I remember hearing this on a ghost tour, but Zoe is usually seen, weirdly enough, in the women's restroom. She got to go potty. Well, maybe. But mind you, too, I was thinking about this. That room, the restroom may have been another part of the house originally. Mm. I've read, too, that ghosts don't really understand, like, renovation or conversions. Like, you know, that may have been part of her bedroom. So she's just there not realizing what it is. Gotcha. Um, And this is kind of the scary part. People will say that they will go to the restroom, they'll wash their hands and look in the mirror, and they'll see a woman in black standing behind them. And it's kind of like a jump factor, and then she just usually kind of vanishes. Um, She's also seen standing in the top floor window of the house Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of times after closing and the police have been called out there many many times because people think a woman's been locked in the building (laughs) so they'll go and obviously no one is there and they think that's Zoe Um, and then you know she's kind of got like some poltergeist activity you know things go missing staffers or you know servers or whoever will say they'll place um, you know silverware down and they'll turn around and it's gone and then it'll show up somewhere completely random. Oh, that's funny. Cups go missing, plates, like yeah. kind of the run-of-the-mill stuff. Yep. Um, and sometimes even the staff have seen chairs move. Ooh. Um, and that is kind of the scarier, you know, occurrences mm-hmm. that they have. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Go to Pugans, see if you see Zoe, and hopefully you'll see Pugan because he looks real cute. I'd like I wouldn't to see, mind seeing Pugan. I would say I'd see Pugan before I'd see Zoe. Yes. So as soon as the Rona passes over, we can we'll go, go <laughs> and see for ourselves. Fair enough. Yeah. Good one. So that is Pugan's porch. Good one. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. I'm hit you. All right. We're going to start on the battery. Okay. Yeah. So the battery is... Um, beautiful it's right on the peninsula of charleston yes i'm um, right on the water mm-hmm. um there's like million dollar houses oh God, like yeah. goals <laughs> right, right um so there's the it's called the battery and white point garden yes um so it's got you know it's huge mm-hmm. you know, big green you know oak trees palm trees yeah. um very scenic yes um it's covered with uh fountains and statues of mm-hmm. Charles, you know, big Charleston figures. figures sure. Um, and then there's the big cannons yes. um, from the war. And yeah. And I wanted to point that out too. It's called the battery because it's facing the side of the peninsula that faces into the harbor. So back in the day, this would have been used where the cannons were stationed to defend the city if someone was trying to invade. Yes. Hence the term battery. But go on. <laughs> Good, you know, just trying to sprinkle in some history in here. Just trying to keep it, keep it real, folks. Yeah, that's good point. Mm-hmm. Good job, good job. Thank you. Um, 
So, yes. <laughs> Covered in shit. <laughs> but not shit. It's actually really beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's Highly really, yeah. And it's got like the, the moss that comes off the trees. It's just very picturesque, I guess. Yeah. And it's right beside where Rainbow Row is. If you yes. know, you've probably seen the photos. But this is very, very close to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, it's haunted. So, <laughs> spoiler alert. There, it's you can see Fort Sumter, which is where the first shots of the Civil War yep. um, were shot. Yep. And they shot their sh- They shot their shot at Fort <laughs> Sumter. <laughs> um, so, obviously, there was a lot of death and bloodshed and oh, just sure. not good stuff. No. Um, there was also a lot of um, executions right on the ground. Oh, sure. um, it yeah. was like the gallows um, right on that land. So for being Mm -hmm. such a beautiful place, it has a really dark history. Oh, sure. Um, Absolutely. And Charleston was not always so beautiful. Charleston actually, downtown Charleston was um, kind of like shanties and shacks. Like you, you know, if you Mm, were poor, Charleston, you know, in the very beginning was like where it was. Yeah, And it's kind of, I mean, there's not so great areas of Charleston, but Mm -hmm. I mean, for the most part, I mean, yeah. They're beautiful, oh, yeah. old, you know, houses. And easily one of the most expensive places to, oh, yeah. to live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yes. So, um, and they also have a lot of signs. I like, I want to point this out as well. Charleston, mm-hmm. and on the Battery, too, has the signs that kind of tell the history. Like, oh, yeah. You know, Blacks. back in the day, like, Colonel Sanders was, stood here. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, but like it tells the history of like what happened yeah, sure. and I, I find that very interesting so you can uh-huh. see like what went on here you know yeah. even though there's just like this beautiful oak tree and a bench like right was pretty bloody yeah sure um so yeah let's get to the hauntings okay um and we have talked about Edward Teach yes a lot yep. aka Blackbeard yes so you it was the Hella Haunted Southeast episode that you Talked about his haunting where yes. he's just like it's murdered. Where, right, it's where he died, yes. <laughs> yes, but he obviously frequented Charleston a lot. He did. And kind of a fun little story. <laughs> he kind of took over the harbor of Charleston at one yeah. point and sent a letter to the governor of Charleston basically saying, I am going to execute any person that comes on the peninsula and into the, my harbor mm-hmm. unless I get my medical supplies. And do you know what he needed for medical supplies? I do, because you told me this. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> Penicillin <laughs> for venereal diseases. Mm-hmm. He was a nasty. He was a nasty. Folks. Um, so he, obviously, there's the little liquor store, I think I've talked about this before. Yes. Um, that was a barber shop in the front, mm-hmm. but... They had some liquor in the back. It was business in the front, a party. It was a mullet. It was a mullet. <laughs> it was business in the front, but it was a party up in the back. <laughs> Absolutely. It really was. So he went there a lot. So you see him hanging yeah. out, and that is right next to the battery. Yes. It's not far from it. Um, but he's and also it's still a liquor store, too. You can still go in there. It is. I remember we had gone there one time, me and my brother, actually, and um, the guy that was working there was really like informative and kind of told us that story and that's I feel like you have to be yeah. <laughs> you work there like you got it was like... super super cool yeah uh, but he does um kind of walk around um the grounds downtown and kind of right at the harbor mm. you know people have seen apparitions of yeah of a you know blackbeard yes and he doesn't really do anything he just kind of just bobs around but yeah I kind of liked the 
the whole penicillin and like taking over the harbor story. I know, like just to get <laughs> some penicillin, dude, that's kind of extreme. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. And if you, um, I don't know if you have this in there too, but if you are in downtown and you check out the old Provost dungeon, he was held there. Yes, he was. And escaped, I believe. He did. And, and there was another guy too. I can't remember his name. He's the one that dressed up as a woman. I thought that was him. I thought that was Blackbeard. Was it? I'd have to look that up. I okay. think it, it may have been Was Blackbeard. it him? Okay. And there was another pirate that I think, that maybe they both did it. I don't know. Yeah. Charleston had a lot of pirates. Just yeah. FYI. <laughs> you will find that out quickly when you do downtown. Um, but Blackbeard's probably the one, like, the really The most. Well yeah. Sure. sure. Yes. So, I guess, with the whole site of, like, war and battle, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of phantom gunshots. Oh, sure. Which gunshots in some parts of Charleston are probably not uncommon but and, yeah on the battery it, it is so they're mm-hmm. said to be kind of like phantom yeah um, gunshots um sometimes at night there are reports of like terrifying screams Ooh. Um, coming through the woods like the little park area Mm-mm-mm. yeah that's why i'm glad i don't live downtown no yeah more. <laughs> i'm like you know what i gotta go to sleep i gotta work now um and then also from the oak trees there's um been reports of an apparition of a man hanging from the tree, um, oh. and he's swaying back and forth. Now that is interesting because I do know that um, obviously many pirates were executed yes. on the battery, uh-huh. like you mentioned. Um, a lot of times they would take their bodies instead of like burying them wherever they're going to bury them. Mm-hmm. They would hang them at the entrance to the harbor, like the dead bodies. Yeah, and that kind of served as a reminder to any pirates who may be passing by that like don't fuck around, don't fucks with us. Yeah. Like you know, this is what happens. Oh. So that may be something to do with it as well. Interesting. Yeah, like on the scene. Uh, like okay, throw her back. But Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Remember that movie? Remember in the very beginning when you see the like dead pirates yeah. hanging that's like a, a true thing they really just do that yeah do you want to know what i find really funny and this is so off topic that you're just <laughs> well <laughs> sorry y'all but you said pirates of the caribbean oh my god are we gonna have another pronunciation yeah battle? because i say pirates of the caribbean but if i talk about like the caribbean it's the caribbean oh see i feel like i do that too like when i don't i don't call it the caribbean like i'm like oh did you ride. go to the caribbean yeah because i think the ride pirates of the caribbean i've always heard it called caribbean but do you call the caribbean islands like caribbean or caribbean i do when i'm talking about actual caribbean islands that's like, funny. Yeah. No, I, I think we're the same on that one. That's weird, though. If I'm talking about the movies or the ride, it's always the Caribbean. Caribbean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. We've had so many word, word wars word on wars. this show. <laughs> we don't know how to talk. Caribbean y'all. or Caribbean? I, it's Caribbean. It, you're wrong if you call it Caribbean. <laughs> Unless you're talking about the ride or the movies. Then Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. So the floating um, apparition of the, the guy hanging. Yep. And then there's another really creepy one mm. um, in the harbor, okay. in the water. Um, it's a phantom, like a, um, I guess, misty apparition in the water uh-huh. of a man, like a drowned man. Okay. Um, but he's always face up. And you see, like, his face, like... Oh, like floating. Float, yeah. Oh, interesting. Like, oh, that'd be, that creep me out. And they don't know who that is. Mm-mm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that, that kind of makes sense. I would imagine there were a lot of shipwrecks and, yeah. you know, I don't know. I'd be interested to know who that is. Yeah. It's doing that. Creepy. Mm. I wouldn't want to just float around forever. No. For eternity. I don't think so. No. I got better things to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
that was my kind of battery yeah. and uh, white point garden. Yes, go Sorry. see a battery. That was a little away. jumbled. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what my mood is today. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like with the move, we're kind of jumbled, so we're sorry. We are getting back <laughs> into our groove right now. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm like, I want to go shopping. I haven't shopped in so long. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I just want to go have a beer somewhere. Right? Oh. All right. All right. Hit me. Page flip. All right, so for this one, the next one I'm going to talk about um, is actually a house I walked past like every day when I was in college to get to where I lived um, and had never really looked it up until now. Hmm. Um, spoiler alert, it's on it. <laughs> so what I'm talking about is the John Rutledge House Inn. Um, and I have, are you Googling it? I was not. Are you Googling where you want to go shopping? Is that what Yes. No, I'm looking it up now though. John, you show me this. Yes, I've never, I don't remember seeing it. I'll show you next time we're in downtown. I'll show you okay. what it is. Um, so John Rutledge House Inn. It's located at 116 Broad Street mm -hmm. in downtown. Um, and obviously by the name, it was built in 1763 by John Rutledge. Now, I never put this together before, but Rutledge is kind of a big name in Charleston because there's a couple streets. There's Rutledge Avenue, um, which is a major street in downtown. Um, you'll see Rutledge, there's Rutledge House, like, we kind of see the name pop up. Uh, Rutledge Cadco. Yes. Great restaurant. Yes. Rutledge Cadco. That, they oh. have the best, that's when all... I miss restaurants so bad. <laughs> we went to, um, it was like one of the last dinners we ever went to with Boompa. My grandfather, yeah. Yeah. He's now passed, but, mm -hmm. um... I remember they had gotten him like chicken skewers and <laughs> picked it up and he didn't know what to do with it. He didn't realize the stick was not edible. <laughs> so I like slid him off yeah. there and everyone like, gave me like a little thumbs up. Like, it's great. Oh. Yeah. Great restaurant. Great food. Food um, is bomb. Drinks are bomb too. Yeah. Really good drinks. It was also where we ate lunch the day that you proposed to me. Oh. Remember we had lunch because I was working um, downtown. And That's right. And it was really close to where I worked. That's right. Yeah. Oh. So anyway. <laughs> Rutledge is a big name. Yes. And the reason why it is a big name is because John Rutledge was actually the chairman of the drafting committee for the U.S. Constitution. And he actually wrote versions of the Constitution in the second floor drawing room of his house. Oh. Um, so literally, the Constitution was partially written there. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, and just a couple other uh, notable facts. He lived there with his wife, Elizabeth Grimke. Um, in 1791... George Washington even visited and stayed in the Rutledge house. Wow, that's cool. So it was kind of a big stop for people coming to Charleston. Um, now, obviously, the Civil War in Charleston was a huge event. Remember, that started in 1861. Um, there was also a huge fire in Charleston in 1861. And if you look this up, you will find a lot of different accounts of it. Okay. Um, it was basically a fire that tore through the majority of downtown, destroyed many, many buildings. Um, Rutledge House was heavily damaged during the fire, but it did remain standing. Um, the building next to it was actually burned to the ground. And a fun fact, uh, this building was where the Articles of Secession were signed. Mm. And just a little jog of the memory for that, if that doesn't sound familiar. The Articles of Secession was the document that the Southern, that I believe South Carolina signed first, that said that they were leaving the United States and forming the Confederacy. So, just to give a little background Dang. on that. Yeah. What a time to be alive. 
Um, another fun fact, the Rutledge house actually survived getting hit with a cannonball during the war too. Oh, that's cool. So it's a tough old broad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's kind of some history. Okay. So obviously let's get to the haunting, shall let's we? Let's do it. Um, so it's said that the house is haunted by a 12-year-old girl named Sarah who passed away in a fire. Maybe mm. the fire, the Great Charleston Fire yeah. in 1861. We don't really know. Um, but obviously, you can stay at the Rutledge House now. It's an inn. Okay. Um, and people say that when you stay there, um, she will often turn lights on and off in the house. Um, and that when she's around, the guests will often smell smoke in the building. Ooh. Yeah. Remember, smell is a really big indicator of mm-hmm. spiritual activity. Yeah. Um, the other kind of like, this kind of reminds me of a child, so I could see this. She likes to pull the pillows from under guests' heads when they're laying. Oh. Like, she likes to jerk the pillows. Yeah. So, kind of like poltergeist, but like playful. Yeah. Child spirit kind of gives me that vibe. What? Weird, interesting, way off topic again. Because <laughs> my mind is just everywhere. I woke up in the middle of the night last night, and all my pillows were on the floor. Like, my head was just, like, on the mattress. Like, I was not laying on a pillow. <laughs> I had to, like, reach down and, like, pull one back up, and Katie was laying on it. <laughs> oh, we got up. We got a beep. Up a beep. I don't know if that'll show up on the recording, but anyway. <laughs> Puff post. Yes. So, uh, yes, go see Relich House. Be careful of your pillow getting yanked out from under your yes. head. Um, it looks beautiful. I'd love to stay there one day. <clears throat> looks very expensive. So it does maybe, look expensive. Maybe catch them on a deal. <laughs> um, hit, hit up that expedia. Group on. Yeah. For real. Um, so, yeah, that is Rutledge House. I have, oh. a, I have a second little one. Do you want me to do that or do you want to do yours? Go ahead. You want me to go? Yeah, it's not related to the Rutledge House. It's something no. different. Okay. This is another hotel. It kind of seemed where I went in my research all to like hotels. I'm going to a restaurant next. So. Perfect. We just go on all over the place. My mind is always on food. <laughs> always and forever. Yes. So uh, the next one we're going to talk about is the uh, Mills House Inn. And I was going to, you know, I was going to try and like, I know you've seen it. So do you remember where Circular Congregational is downtown? Yes. Meeting Street, right? Yeah. Do you remember, it's a big pink building, and it's got a very ornate, like, iron balcony at the very front of it. Okay. Does that ring bells? I mean, there's a lot of pink houses with Yeah, balconies. I'll show you. Uh, what if I see it, uh, probably. Let me, let me yeah, Google it, because I'm sure I do. This is, it's a very iconic uh, Charleston landmark, so if you saw it, you probably would realize it. The Mills House Inn on Meeting Street. Okay. So, a little history while she's doing that. Um, the building itself is incredibly old. It was originally, the, um, inn was opened in Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what that is. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Very, yeah. yeah she looks expansive. Yeah, she is expansive. There, okay, you're going to probably tell the story that I know. Okay. Yeah. Because that was on one of our haunted tours one time. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they Got talked it. about this. This is usually a stop on the ghost tours, oh. for sure. So, um, yes, the inn was opened in 1853. And I love how it's called an inn when it's actually huge. It's massive, yeah. <laughs> like, it is not a quaint little building. It's a giant building. Um, yes, 1853. Uh, Robert E. Lee actually visited the hotel in 1861. For those that uh, don't recognize the name, he was the leader of the Confederate Army. Mm-hmm. Um, and remember what I was talking about earlier about the Rutledge House. 1861 was also the date of the Great Charleston Fire. Fire. Yep. Lee was actually staying in the hotel when the fire began. Mm. So the fire begins and it just rapidly is spreading from block to block. Remember, obviously, wood being a huge building material, um, you know, we don't, obviously, they didn't know as much about keeping fires contained as we do now. Right. So this thing just began, like, going all over the place. 
So Lee actually watched the burning from the front balcony, that balcony that you see at the front of the hotel, mm -hmm. and eventually came back into the building where he helped, I believe, a few uh, women and children get out of the building safely. Um, but the staff was terrified of the building itself catching on fire. Um, so they actually, this is very smart, they began um, like dowsing blankets in water. And they basically started padding um, the windowsills and the roof. So in case any embers flew over, oh. it would douse it. So that this was actually an incredibly wise move because it saved the building from yeah. being destroyed. And if you look up pictures after the fire, I mean, it so much of downtown was completely burned, burned. down. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was kind of, um, you know, the Mills House, uh, their role in the Great Fire. Mm -hmm. um, today, it's said that you can still late at night sometimes see... It looks like a Civil War general pacing that front the balcony. balcony, and they say that's mm -hmm. Lee. Um, another thing is that they hear a lot of times uh, people will hear like running down the hallway and yelling, kind of like maybe Confederate troops who are running to either help put out the fire or run away from the fire, mm -hmm. still in the building. Um, and one thing to notice, too, is that the building was originally five stories, but now it is seven <clears> stories, so... Perhaps they're, uh, the troops are getting confused when they're running because now there's new levels of the building that weren't sure. there. Maybe they can't find the water, you know. Mm. So there's a lot of, you kind of get like these feelings of chaos and panic. Yeah. And, like the boots running down the hall is a really uh, frequently reported occurrence in the Ooh, hotel. That's cool. Yeah. So that, that's a quick one. Yeah. Um, but it's a good one. So go see Mill Street Inn, Mill House Inn, sorry. Um, and let me know what you think of it because it's real expensive. <laughs> so yeah. I don't want to stay in there anytime soon. No, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right, you ready? I am. Going to the, one of my favorite restaurants. You look so tired. Are I you am okay? tired. Oh. <laughs> I'm not feeling so good. <laughs> that's like the nice way to say you look like shit today. Oh, you're so tired. You got like your little head in your hands. <laughs> oh, I need a nap. <laughs> I know you do, honey. <laughs> Um, no, so we're going to one of my favorite restaurants downtown. Oh my God. Which one? <laughs> you yeah, so which one? Yeah. <laughs> um, the Blind Tiger. Oh, yep. This is a good Such one. a good one. It really is. Um, it's haunted. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, there's totally. actually a bit of history to it, which I, I guess the Blind Tiger is kind of a funny name. Yeah. No, you know, I guess I never really yeah. thought too much into it. Um, it's, you know, not a blind tiger. It's not an actual tiger that's blind. Okay. It's a phrase used, which you didn't know it either, and I asked you. I never heard this. Um, mm. It's actually another name for a speakeasy. Oh, makes sense. Okay. And it was created right here in Charleston. Oh, gotcha. Um, so this building was built in 1803, so it's really old. Okay. Um, and the blind tiger, the pub, was born in 1992. Oh, okay. So gotcha. It's always been a place for alcohol yeah and it was a huge place obviously during the prohibition oh sure yeah um so kind of a little bit of history on that um the blind tiger was started around um mid to late 19th century okay. obviously as a moniker to disguise um illegal operating um hooch the the hooch they were selling the hooch um but at the front you know, it was business in the front, party in the back. Mullet they style. were like exhibition halls in the front okay. and then liquor in the yeah, back. Yeah, like, you know, like give a little knock three times, <laughs> yeah. say the secret word, and the door slides open. Yes. Um, so there was a doucher of a governor, and his name was Benjamin Tillman. Okay. And he basically uh, 
got the nickname Pitchfork because he just oh. liked to like just be a douche and okay. control everything, wanted mm-hmm. to make a lot of money. Okay. Um, and at, fun fact, South Carolina, well, this governor, um, Pitchfork, was the first uh, governor in the United States to try to uh, capitalize on liquor sales. Okay. So he revoked, you couldn't do anything, and like it was so illegal. He wanted to be in control of all of it. Okay. Um, people didn't like that because he no. was making all the money. People wanted to sell their own. Things. And they, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so he kind of went to the extent of hiring um, like private investigators to like go and try to find these places that were illegally to him. Shut them down. Mm hmm. Yeah. And he, uh, really just didn't fit well with like they just didn't like him very much yeah um they did eventually vote him out so like you know obviously yeah um but that's kind of where the name comes from is a blind tiger was a speakeasy places to sell alcohol that's interesting um and where the blind tiger is now yes was actually one of the biggest uh hubs of alcohol so it kind of now it's kind of like tongue-in-cheek like it's kind of cute but like back then um, in 1803 and on mm-hmm. was kind of like the biggest oh. spot in Charleston. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So fast forward, alcohol sales are now legal. Um, Very legal. And <laughs> it was built, or what was not built, it was opened um, as a pub called the Blind Tiger in 1992. And it's still in operation. It's still open, right? It's still open. So they closed it down for That's a little while. Closed. And they. Um, Talked about, like, moving locations and this and that. Mm. Um, they ended up just renovating oh, okay. the whole thing. So I do believe it's still open. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Let's uh, talk about the hauntings, shall we? Let's do it. Um, funny, you had mentioned um, in your story the lady in the black dress. There's also a lady in a black dress. There's always blind. a lady in a black dress. Black or white, man. I know. It's one or the other. I hate dresses. Never you never going to get a purple dress. Yeah. <laughs> if you see a ghost in sweatpants, that'd be cheap. <laughs> see, in my spirit, will never be in a dress. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she is also uh, pretty angry. Okay. She's not a good spirit. Okay. Um, she comes off very aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. She loves to come up behind people and pull their hair. In the pub. This happens in, like... In the pub, yes, yes, yes. Uh Uh-huh. There's... Nobody really knows who she is. They kind of uh, theorize that maybe she was, um, you know, kind of in the roaring 20s, um, a frequent flyer um, through, like, the speakeasies. Oh, okay. um, But there's no... We don't really know who she is. Yeah, that's just kind of what people have theorized about her. Okay. Um, So, yeah, she's, she's pretty angry and not happy. Um, one of the managers, this was only a few years ago, he was cleaning up, um, after everybody had left, you know, the restaurant was closed there was nobody else. It was just him cleaning up and there he like saw something and turned and there was this lady in black floating Mm -hmm. across the floor and like was staring at him with her eyes like bugged open, like wide eyed, and like she just floated and never like took her eyes off from oh, him. Oh, like that. And mm-hmm. he said it like <laughs> it, eye contact makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. She, don't look at me. 
Uh, but he said it it felt like eternity. Like mm. they locked eyes. He's like, I couldn't look away, but like Ooh. her head just turned the entire time and she floated and then Went like the disappeared. Yeah. Just no, vanished. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? I would be. He's no longer the manager, and if I, I had to tinkled. get, <laughs> I would have tinkled. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So that's kind of really the biggest, you know. Yeah. Reports in the Blind Tigers, the, the woman in black, but yeah. the story with the eyes and like staring at him—that was like really creepy. That is really creepy. And I, had, I had not heard. Um, I, I mean, obviously, most buildings are haunted in Charleston, but. I'd never heard any like specific stories, and I never knew that it was a speakeasy way back in the day. Yeah, and so, I never knew the name back then was a blind tiger. Referred, yeah, it referred yeah. to a speakeasy, and the term was coined in Charleston. That's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I think that's that's a great story, and uh, the pub itself, I highly, as we do for all these places, recommend you go if you're ever in town. Mm-hmm. Great food. I think we actually ate there the day we picked up our marriage license. We did. Because it's really close to the courthouse. Yep, we did. Yeah, so recommend. Go yeah. there, get a drink. Be be wary of the woman who will lock eyes with you and flip her <laughs> wall. That could not be fun. Yes. I know. So it's 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 wild. Um, also, I was thinking about this when you were telling that story. I feel like we've said hooch 10,000 times in this episode. Mm-hmm. So here's a little fun fact for you guys. Uh Ghoul Friends was actually not the first podcast we tried to do. Well, we never released the it first never came, It never made it to fruition. So <laughs> um, we were going to do a, a history podcast called Hooch in History. Yeah. Um, where basically we kind of did the same thing. We just drank and talked about history stuff. <laughs> but then it kind of never really like, It never flew. took it. We didn't like vibe with it, I feel. Like we did kind of record here and there. We never released it. It was never... It never made it, it out. It never right? made it out. I just, like, I think we did, like, an episode or two, and it was just, like, just yeah. didn't fit with us. And then no. we were just talking, we're like, let's do ghosty shit. <laughs> and here we are. Perfect. Here we are. Yeah. But no, you know, maybe... Uh, oh, Hoochin History. I remember that. That was cute. I know. Maybe if you guys ever want, like, little, maybe not as paranormal-related, like, minis, we could do, like, Hoochin History, like, minis. Like, minis. little episodes. So if you're interested in that, do let us know. Yeah. But, um, and yeah. Sh- shout out to y'all for the merch. Like, it's rocking and rolling no, right now. People actually are buying it. It's kind they of are. Awesome. Okay, so I think it's slowed down a little bit with the whole COVID stuff going sure, on. Right, so those things are. everything is kind of still processing. So if you have put an order in, I've had a couple emails come through um, yes. that, you know, it's taking a while. I think they're still working on them, but I think everything is slowed, especially it's mail and it is coming from the, um, UK. From the UK. Yeah. So, so be patient. Um, if you do have any questions or you want me to look into it, I can see it on my end. Yeah. Um, kind of where gotcha. they are, you know, in the whole process. Yeah. Um, so just send me a, a Facebook message or reach out to you and I can, I can definitely look, but yeah. like, thanks for like buying some stuff y'all. That's awesome. <laughs> it's no, pretty cool. We love our stuff. It's yeah. really soft, really comfortable. Yep. Um, and yeah, if you want some merch, uh, where, where shall they find that merch? They can find that at, um, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's ghoulfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com yes um, and ordering is pretty easy we've not heard any like, super, complaints super easy. about the process but yeah. um, if you run into any issues let us know we can definitely work on that for you sure and then um, come visit me on Facebook yes keep sending the animal pics because I always love them and I videos know. there's like videos there was one with like a little cat I know like, I was like 
Oh, it's so cute. It would be. It'd be really cool one day if we could make like a community group. Mm-hmm. And I think the difference between that and what we have now is like, I think it's you with the moderator mainly gets to do the posting, but like, yeah. I believe in a community group, they can like post, post. as well and like have discussions. Oh. It's more interactive. That's so fun. I have no idea how to run one of those things, but you know, if that's something you eventually want to have, no, we should know. do it. Because we like talking to y'all and you know, obviously the messaging is great. We will always yeah. message you back. Oh my God, it was funny when we were staying at my parents, um, we had a listener, you saw it too, message us on Instagram mm-hmm. asking about uh, recommendations for coming to Charleston. And then was so surprised when we wrote back, she <laughs> said it. And I'm like, y'all, we will always write back to you. It just may be a little delayed. Yeah. But seriously. And, like <laughs> people are like, I'm starstruck. And I'm like, it's not like you saw it. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> If you saw some, like, janky girl running around cookout, like, in sweatpants <laughs> in Mount Pleasant, it was probably me. It was quite probably me, yeah. No, it's it's awesome. We obviously appreciate the support and yeah. love. Yeah. And I forgot to tell you, too, but last night we got an Instagram message from someone asking to send us something, like, mail us something. Ooh. And we don't have, like, a P.O. box or a mailing address yet, so we may have to think about that, but... We'll just send it to Kathy's house. So someone sends us like dog poop in a bag and just goes to her. She would never forgive us for that. We'll think about it. You know, we haven't really thought about mailing, uh, being able to receive things by mail, but you know, it's an interesting idea. Yeah. So um, we'll let you know kind of once we've decided what we're going to do about that, but that'd be really cool. Like the fact that y'all want to send us stuff. I'm like, that's cute. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, good thing we're wrapping it up because the dog, dog just woke up. up. Yes. The baby is up from his nap. Yes. So, yes. Go okay. See. Facebook. Merch. Instagram. At Ghoul Friends Podcast. Twitter. At Ghoul underscore Friends. Email. It's very high. Pro- <laughs> this is very firing. Like. Email. Okay. Ghoul Friends Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> You're scaring me. <laughs> Send those listener stories in. We're, I think that's probably going to be like the next I think we should. I think we're, we've got enough. I think we're there. To- do one to do it. I don't know. So yeah. get your get ready because it's coming. Buckle up, bitches. Um. Also, before we go, wanted to say a very quick congratulations to one of our listeners. She said we could use her name, right? Maggie Zamala. Yes, Sarah. Yes. Sarah and her girlfriend recently got engaged. Yay! So congratulations. Uh, your pictures look beautiful. Um, yes. And send us a wedding invite, and that's the dog in the background. Yes. And here he comes. And here he comes. <laughs> Hi, Dennis. Hello, buddy. Hi. And he's going to call. He's gonna... Okay. <laughs> and right. time to wrap it up. So for now, we... <laughs> <laughs> there's sneezes. And... Oh, bless you. Can and you... I'm Dennis. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Dennis. And as always, I'm... <laughs> Jeff sneezed in the last episode. Dennis sneezed. I'm Caitlin. I'm Celeste. We're your really unprofessional girlfriends. Bye. (laughs)